This is episode 165 of the Two Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jessie Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health, and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your health care. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey, it's Anita here. Before we jump into today's episode, I wanted to share with you that I created a prenatal pelvic floor resource for you. It's a free ebook with three common misconceptions when it comes to preparing your pelvic floor for birth and includes three tips of what to do instead. If you're pregnant or know someone who is, this resource is key for preparing for birth. The tips I share are what I teach and have worked through with hundreds of prenatal physiotherapy clients and I use myself with both of my pregnancies. Also, a bonus is that two of these tips will also give you a head start on your postpartum recovery by understanding how to connect to your pelvic floor before you even give birth. You can go to the link in the show notes for this episode at tobirthandbeyond.com or to my website holistichealthphysio.com to download your free ebook today. Welcome back to another episode of the Two Birth and Beyond podcast. It's Anita here. If you have or are dealing with going pee often, so more than every two to three hours, whether in pregnancy or postpartum, but also any time in life, you'll want to tune into today's episode for a quick tip with how to change this so your bladder isn't controlling your life because who has time for that? Having urinary frequency means going pee more than every two to three hours. And that may happen initially in pregnancy due to changes in hormone levels. However, many people come into pregnancy with this already, and regardless, there is help, and it's possible to space out time between going pee so your day isn't filled with always figuring out where the closest bathroom is. It's a common symptom I see in my physiotherapy practice, so I wanted to share a tip that a lot of people find helpful. Now, it's key, if you have been experiencing urinary frequency, to check with your care provider or family doc to rule out any infection or other reasons such as medication side effect that may be causing or contributing to these symptoms. If you are currently dealing with an infection such as UTI, be sure to address the infection first, and then once it's resolved, looking into the strategy that can help. Also, stress can contribute to feeling the need to pee all the time which can be related to the pelvic floor as well. So you may notice a symptom more often during a stressful event or since a stressful time in life. So how our bladder alarm system works is our bladder fills with urine to a certain point, then little alarms go off to tell the brain, hey, I need to go pee. So when we start going pee just in case, so that might be when we leave the house, even though you just went pee, or just before leaving work. So basically you're emptying the bladder sooner than you need to and no alarm was actually going off to tell you to go. When you do this often, those alarms go off sooner and sooner. 
even though the bladder is capable of filling more. And yes, this is even true in pregnancy. So sometimes this habit started as a kid and never changed, or sometimes it starts in adulthood. Some people have been told they have a small bladder, which is actually quite rare, especially compared to how many people experience urinary frequency. Either way, most people dealing with this look back and see this habit of going just in case starting at some point in life. So we want to change how often our brain gets those false alarms, which will help space out how often we need to go pee. So basically, we want to change our brain bladder connection to allow our bladder to fill more before those alarms go off. A general strategy is to distract your brain on another task. So then that initial alarm is dampened until the next one goes off. So An example of seeing how this brain-bladder connection works in action. If you felt the urge to go pee, but there was suddenly a fire in the next room, we would no longer feel the need to go pee because our brain has prioritized getting out of the building instead of listening to that initial urge to pee. So if you get the urge to pee and you just went within the last hour, distracting yourself with your phone or another task could help. Then you wait until the next alarm goes off. Your brain will stop getting those false alarms and you'll start to go pee closer to that two to three hour mark over time. This strategy also works at night if you wake up with or without the urge to pee. If you want to work on sleeping through the night, using this distraction method, including deep breathing, can help. And yes, again, this also works in pregnancy. This is also helpful to know about postpartum. When we're often up with the baby, we may go pee because we're up anyways. But if you don't have the strong urge to go, try going back to sleep instead. This can help for when the baby does sleep through the night and then we aren't getting up to go pee out of habit from doing that when the baby was up before. Also, seeing a public health physio for an individualized assessment can give you more insight into your specific symptoms and needs, but I thought I'd share a helpful general strategy that has helped a lot of people and may be helpful for you. So that wraps up this episode. Know that this symptom of going pee often is possible to change in pregnancy and postpartum, just like many other pelvic floor symptoms. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. You can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at tobirthandbeyond.com. And if you enjoyed today's show, we would love for you to leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe to the To Birth and Beyond podcast in iTunes or Stitcher. 